Wait, why'd the audio cut so fast? Because I was tired of listening to you do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're live, right? Yeah, we're live. What episode are we on? 27. Jesus. What's going on, everybody? Chase on two wheels is back. Was I gone last week? <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking deal with you right now. One, you're so much extra. Two, Ladies you are in a bubble of time. Oh, God. Guys, I am back. Uh, welcome to Live on Two. We'll get into it. <laughs> welcome to Live on Two Wheels. You're weekly, most of the time. Uh, motorcycle live show here on the Chase on Two Wheels channel. That's also on the Live on Two Wheels YouTube channel. If you're watching, do me a favor, please. If you're watching this, and I'm looking at you, you're on the Chase on Two Wheels channel. You watch all the first rides and the wreck bike rebuilds. Go to Live on Two Wheels and watch this over there. Because if you don't, I cannot communicate with you on the chat, and I want to communicate with you. Yes, you. I know. So, so I want to clarify that because you, we can see both the chats. I can only see one, but you can only see and reply on one. Yes. So just I have pigeon held myself, held myself as a pigeon into the live on two wheels chat only. So go to YouTube, go to live on two wheels. That's where you watch this live. We stream on both of them. Yeah, guys. Uh, the reason I was gone last week is because I was at my second press launch week in a row. Never done that before. I went to the MT-10 press launch one week in uh, North Carolina. The next week, my ass flew out to Aspen, Colorado to do the Desert X launch. I got back in town on Wednesday. And we can talk about it more on a future episode. I'd say moron, and I didn't mean to say moron. Um, <laughs> You're a fucking moron. <laughs> True. Um, so I got back in town on Wednesday last week. I... Guys, I've never been so destroyed. <laughs> I, I did I come in on Thursday to like dump footage. You came in for like half a second. And you yeah, just so the I, fuck I out. came in on Thursday. I gave the guys my footage from the Desert no, X launch. You dumped the footage and filled the server uh, while I was working on the MT10 video. That may have happened. Regardless, I was like, <laughs> they were asking me, "Oh, do you want to do the live show?" And I was like, "I don't want to be awake right now. <laughs> my whole body hurts." Uh, we'll talk about the Desert X launch. Today's episode, we are talking about the controversial as shit. 2022 Yamaha MT-10. The views say one thing, the comments say another. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, if you guys, we'll talk about it the other, like in the housekeeping stuff, but we put out the press, or the press launch video of the MT-10 this last Monday, a few days ago, and... Boy, <laughs> we have a lot to go over with that. We got our own opinions. We're going to talk about it all today. But as you guys know, we have a few ways to uh, start the show off. For one, uh, if you guys are watching it, like we said earlier, uh, if you're watching it here on the Chase on Two, Wheel, Chase on Two Wheels channel, don't even know your you name. Can, I don't. <laughs> you can do that. But we would love it if you guys watched it over on the Live on Two Wheels channel. We have a YouTube channel totally dedicated to Live on Two Wheels, building this thing as a brand that can live on its own. Um, so do that there. If you don't catch it live, which we know a lot of you got, the vast majority of you guys don't even watch it live because you can't make it, which is totally cool. Uh, we post them in perpetuity over on the, the Live on Tools YouTube channel. So if you guys can't make it 4.30 or 6 o'clock, we got it over there for you. If you don't want to watch it, which, trust me, me and Bo, we get, uh, you can uh, listen to it. It is available in podcast platform over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So listen to it on your way to work if you want. Also, shout out if you do that. Sounds up. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't listen to myself in my own helmet. That's even crazier than motoblogging. 
All right. Uh, so, couple things. I need to pull up Discord because if you guys didn't know, we have a Discord server. Almost caught it a page again. We have a Discord server. If you guys are, uh, you know, you're, if you're watching this, you're probably fans of motorcycles. Uh, if you want to chat with other motorcycle friends, uh, we have a Discord server that would be great for you. So um, we'll have links to the Discord server if you guys want to check it out. But one of the cool things that we have in the on middle there, of the page so that people can see it. Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. Cool. Um, so one of the oh, cool so things. So you moved it back. No, I'm I'm stretching it out. Uh, so if uh, one of the cool things we do over on Discord, guys, is we have a live on two wheel section. Boom! If you go to the good god, the posts. Uh, if you go to the live on two wheels uh, section up here in the top right, there's threads. We have season two, episode twenty seven. So the last five ten minutes of the show, depending on how the show goes, uh, we just hang out in Discord and check out the funny stuff you guys post. <clears throat> we love spending that time. Uh, so whatever you guys post in there, make us laugh. It'll be a good time. With talking about an MT10 and the looks of it, I uh, I think it's probably going to get a little spicy meatball in there she, by the end of the she afternoon. A little fugly. Do not even start with me. Mm-hmm. We are not into. We are not. We're not friends yet. We can't. We can't. We can't have conversations. But it's Thursday. All right, guys. Uh, so speaking of Discord, one of the cool things we have. My favorite page. Bo knows it. It's the Moto Photo. It's. It, we have an entire page for you guys just to post photos, and uh, you guys make me jealous and post really good photos in there. So continuing to do that, and we're gonna do a shout out because we're gonna do a couple of shout outs. We, Jesus, Ghost has. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, say hey to Ghost. Ghost, say hey to everybody else. Hello, everyone. We have our uh, <laughs> spectral producer, Ghost, on two wheels here, who has pulled a few. <laughs> uh, we got a Suzuki, what is that, Jixxer 600? Something like that? Sweet-ass photo. Shout out to Discord user R4FHD. I know he's in high definition, but I don't know how to say the rest of this. Uh, next up, we have the Indian Chief over from Kibble Kitten. What an interesting... That is a very interesting exhaust chrome that goes into blacked out yeah that would I'm, be a chief chief i've and never not seen the, that. not the not the uh, bobber that's pretty interesting okay next up we have cb something live to ride customs is <laughs> you can't uh, see the last that's a pretty that's a pretty sweet bike i like that i love the red love the red po- is that do we have is there 390 bros andy gooney and dj the kid won uh rc 390 we love this this is awesome can is this like a side series of uh 390 bros (laughs) with our adventure bros it's a very niche crowd it's a very super niche crowd but hey you're gonna get a ton of views from india uh we got a photo of a duke 390 and an rc 390 uh right next to it that's uh pretty cool i like that the uh rc 390 looks like a black mage from final fantasy Oh, with the little hats, yeah. the little tiny dudes. Yes, I love that too. Yep. All right, guys. So, uh, shout out to all those people over on our Discord. Thank you guys for posting on the Moto Photo, uh, and we we love it. We're going to continue posting those. All right, dudes. Next up, we have the Ghost Tip of the Week. I missed it last week, and it made me sad. Bo, are you ready for the are Ghost you, Tip of the you, Week? Uh, yeah, go for it. All right, guys. Ghost Tip of the Week, sponsored by Ghost on Two Wheels, over on Instagram. When riding, you never have to worry about running over a crab. They always use the sidewalk. It's funny because I did crab walk through this, the, the, the shop earlier. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. 
I think it's hilarious how long it takes me to get the ghost tip of the week sometimes. <laughs> so I was like, they always use the sidewalk, and I'm like, interesting. You Why would I? Of shit. <laughs> you <should laughs> Wait, bad. you should feel real bad right now. <laughs> Wait, we have that as a soundbite. Yes! Hold on, hold on, play that one more time. Hey, you sack of shit. <laughs> you should feel bad. You should feel real bad right now. <laughs> when did we get the updated soundbite? I love that. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Uh, Ghost, thank you for the tip of the week. And I will uh, make sure to have never worry about running over a crab now that we know that. <laughs> okay. We're getting it through, guys. All right. Time for Quick Shifter, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys are uh, new, Quick Shifter is basically a chase shut up. You only have 30 seconds to talk about a certain subject. This is Motorcycle News. If you guys want us to talk more in depth about any of this stuff, we'll get to it. Just let us know in the comments. All right. Quick Shifter also is a video that Ghost on Tools puts together for us. As you guys can tell, Ghost is the glue that holds this show together. Yeah. Um, okay, we need to go to the audio settings Every and change it. Every fucking time. Because Chase didn't change. Quick Shifter, let's go. <clears throat> I get the first one. Okay. <laughs> Royal Enfield has 120th anniversary twins coming to the U.S. There will only be 60, and reservations open August 25th. Why is there not 120 of them? <laughs> they could have literally doubled I, it. Here's the thing. There probably is. It's probably 60 overseas, 60 here. Okay, that's fair. Uh, those look cool. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of here. Hey, now we know who Royal Enfield is. If no, you missed that you show, know who Royal Enfield? Okay, is. so now now I know who Royal Enfield is. And yeah, those look dope. What we're trying to do is have Royal Enfield know who we are. <laughs> oh right, it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Whoops. Uh, yeah, I hope they made 120 of them. This <laughs> 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 is, is my takeaway. Yamaha reveals the Moto later, uh, a prototype system to fine tune a motorcycle's ergonomics to fit the rider's needs. Okay, so this is. This is oh wow! So it's like the what the f I want to play that game. Yeah, that looks cool. I've seen as those shit. at Dave and Buster's, bro. Th <laughs> no, no, look, this looks like a Transformers foot, for real though. It looks like a Transformer boot. Oh, th they're <laughs> twins, so sixty of them times two bikes. Oh, perfect. Okay, one hundred twenty. We're going back. Uh, uh, yeah. I love this thing. Yeah. I, it kind of sounds like what Damon does on their Super Sports. Yeah, it looks supposedly. like everything moves though. That's pretty yeah, cool. true. That's that seems terrifying. Uh, two class action lawsuits on the right to repair have been filed against Harley Davidson. Oh no, claiming customers have been charged more, or do not have access to full range of aftermarket parts. Warranties voided? Question mark. Yeah. Interesting. Bo, you Indians you kind of got Indians into this pretty bad about it uh, too. Whereas if you do any work uh, on it uh, yourself. And put aftermarket stuff. That we might need to do an entire episode about this because you yeah. seem really passionate about it, and I don't know a lot about it, which yeah. seems... Right to re repair is very important to me, especially if my history in, in IT. If you guys want uh, to see us do a full show of it, let us know in the comments. Um, That's you, bud. Uh, Deramy's conversion kits transform a Kawasaki Z900 RS into an 80s flashback modeled after the classic KZ1000 and GPZ 900R from Top Gun. I am a big fan of 80s livery. I think it's the, the vibe is cool. I like the pastels and I'm not going to lie. Stuff. I have never wanted a Z900 RS so bad. That thing is cool as fuck. Yeah. If pretty, you guys are just dope. listening, you definitely need to look this up. This looks cool as hell. Yeah. 
I, I, I definitely dig like the look how serious the fairings are on the top, and, and then yeah. it's just naked underneath. Yep. That is neat. Let's go. Here for it. Uh oh, do we have post credit? Oh my god, we have half the video is left. <laughs> oh my god, boy, I'm right, sitting back. I ain't gonna talk for a second. Let's go. Let's see. Let's sit back and enjoy this shit. Uh, oh, oh no! <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna turn this up. Oh shit! They released an MT10 for no, 2022. Oh, it looks like me. shit. The yeah. first thing you said was like, "No, this looks like shit." And then I was like, "What? What we're talking about today? Yamaha has put out their MT10 yep. for 2022. Don't like, don't, don't like it at <laughs> even a little bit. Ooh. Not even kind of. I can't even convince myself that it looks God, okay." I <laughs> Boy, ghost over here. I love the way the Super Duke looks. You know, Bo, it doesn't often happen this way. Yeah. But I fully agree with you. <laughs> it's more brutish. It looks unfinished. Ugh. No, no. So it, I think it looks more Ooh, finished. Ghost, I think it looks identically dirty. finished than the Speed Triple, which, this, I, which I think looks worse because the Speed Triple. Because the Speed Triple, its dash sticks out and there's this little bloop, fucking little dash that goes. Go <laughs> go to a profile shot. That's not a profile. Because you're hiding the part that sucks. There. That. Speed triple looks so intentional where no, this looks like a little tiny not. shield. It looks so... Actually, now that I'm looking at it... Oh, come on. Bro. Get out of here. Are it's you the same kidding thing, me? except they covered theirs. This... The MT-10 looks like a muscle builder with a tiny head. You cannot tell me it doesn't look <laughs> right are next to it. Are you fucking kidding me? Look at the headlight on the speed triple. It's, it looks it's like so a dinky. It looks like an insect, which is the nah. look of the bike. Nah. No, it's, it, there's just a, it's such a harsh angle. At You're least fucking Yamaha. Now I like it even more. No, get, get the fuck out of here, Bo. Look how look tiny at that. it is. Look at that. That is intentional. It's just a Pointed tiny next head. to the tinier right, headlight. Fanboy scrolling on the fucking uh, RS. The yeah, headlight itself. You're to. looking at the headlight. A hundred percent. I'm not talking about the headlight. <laughs> nah, fuck, I'm doubling down. That bike looks better in the front than that bike. Now Cover. that looks great. I don't think that looks good. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion about the MT10. Bo, go to my screen. What, what's going on? What happened? <laughs> I fell. <laughs> what the fuck is on your head? You guys like the oh, headband? No. I think oh it's no! Oh no! Not this again. I feel like you want to sell me weed. Oh, here we right go. Now. I feel like you make pendants out of clay and hand paint them. Do Do you know how much better I feel videos like you <laughs> rescue cats? <laughs> no, keep going. Let's see. How, like, let's see how far you can get. I feel this. like you smell. Like body odor, just general body odor. You look like you moved to Florida because you went down there on vacation and you just said, screw it, I don't want to be an analyst anymore. You have a you have a bike with a banana seat on it. Yeah, you wear a sarong like as a non-ironic thing. I feel like you have many pieces of arm jewelry that your friends made you. I feel like if you go into your living room and you look, it looks like you have a lot of aces, but they're just bongs. You look like you, you frequent a vape shop. I mean, but he smells like aluminum-free deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> Just get a roast. Chase's stupid hand, man. You look, you look like you voluntarily teach Pilates class. <laughs> oh my god! They they wanted to pay you, but you refused. 
God, I can't. I just honestly can't I feel breathe. Like he's gonna sell me Herbalife. <laughs> it's that's not a pyramid scheme, guys. Guys, look. All you got, all you got to do is I sign feel up. Like people. you at one point had dreads as a white person, but then took it off. Oh my God, this is wow. This might be better than the actual content of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's that's good memory. Wow, what a throwback, yeah. Ghost. GG also doing me dirty by throwing me <laughs> under by the showing bus. showing people from- what you actually said? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Who did who I dirty? Love, I love this. This is my favorite. Yeah. I just want you to go. Wait, you haven't seen it in Discord when he talks, have you? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, it actually moves its mouth. Are you serious? Yes, when he, when he has oh his camera goodness. running, yeah. <coughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Okay, guys, so that was our refresher course on what... What you actually thought about it back well, then. <laughs> well, fuck me. I guess I threw myself under that own bus. Okay, um, well... Oh, yeah, we... Oh, thank God for housekeeping, my God, because I don't know how to my transition from me hurt. saying it looks like oh, shit. My cheeks hurt so Yeah, I much. want a clap in the chat, guys. I want clap emojis for Ghost. Oh, my God. That might have been the best you've ever done. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Wow, so much aggression. Uh, all right. So, housekeeping, what's been going on around the shop? Um, A lot. Mostly 360 footage. <laughs> So guys, uh, my existence. two great videos this week so far. Uh, on Monday, we had our 2022 press launch of the MT-10. Yep. If you guys haven't watched it, go watch it. Uh, it's a, I feel like it's a pretty decent overview of the bike in general. But you guys know how when we do press launches, we're not like the other journalist guys that go there and try to review the bike in a day. I don't feel like you can really do that. So yeah. the way we kind of do press launches is... We go there to have a good time. You guys don't tell the manufacturers this. We no, go there that's to have exactly a, why they bring us. We go there to have a good time, and we bring you guys with us. Um, so the press launch video came out on uh, Monday. I think the video is like 20, 20 minutes long, and we rode for like eight hours that day. Yeah. So the point of today was going to be, you know, you guys in the chat, we can have a, more of a conversation about. Uh, more specifics of the bike stuff we didn't get to in the video because there's only so much you can do in a video right yeah. uh, without making them too long and you know you got to keep it action packed the whole time without killing Bo without killing Bo yeah uh, speaking of killing Bo we did put out our first episode of Adventure Bros yay. today yay so I'm, excited I'm excited uh, I feel we took a lot from that video uh, Bo's been editing that for three days now feels like weeks something like that the video came out today if you guys haven't checked it out please go check it out we are super happy with it uh we did learn a lot from it yeah um as far as like the whole uh process of how to make this style of content because it's our first time doing it yeah but for our first time out for a a test episode it's essentially this episode and the next episode are essentially our um our pilot episodes <laughs> right corvettes in the chat okay corvettes in the chat cool you guys have seen the episode if you yeah. haven't okay you guys all have seen it yeah. got it okay cool <laughs> if you if you know what everybody is saying corvette for you get it um but the first two episodes, having never done it before, uh, after seeing how the first episode came out, I'm really excited to see what episode two looks like. Yeah. And I'm really excited to film our next episode because now that we've edited one, we kind of have a we have a grasp of like what does the edit process look like, 
what can we do to make the entire video better? And I think we've got some great um, kind of updates that we can uh, move forward to yeah. in the in the next episodes. I'm super excited to do more of them. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, when I edit videos, especially ones that take a long time to edit. Uh, I tend to get lost in the sauce. Everybody does with edits, and sure. I I didn't I didn't I didn't feel real good about it until after a day had passed, and then I watched it, and I'm like, no, that's a good video. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you can't judge a video like right after you get done editing it. You have to like do that step yeah, away let thing, it sit it and simmer for a minute. Yeah, it's like when you're editing a lot of photos, you get like so zoned into the computer and the screen, like you don't start seeing like, colors don't look the same and all this yeah, kind of yeah. shit. You gotta take away uh, take a step away. <laughs> But that came out uh, today. <clears throat> We'd love it if you guys have, go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. And tomorrow we have a first ride. A hilarious first ride. <laughs> it's going to be, um, if you guys want to laugh, tomorrow watch the first ride. You'll know what I'm talking about when it comes up. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, but that's housekeeping, guys. Uh, I we have. It, I feel like it's been, at least here in the shop, and you know the guys might feel differently, but as far as I'm concerned... For the last like three or four months has been run as fast as you can. This is our very first week of we can see the horizon of normality. Can you pause for a second? Yes. Are you looking at the Milo note? Yeah. All right. Scroll to the top uh, and then scroll over to the right. Do you know how hard it is? I'm going to put this on the screen so people can don't don't hit it. But it's only four seconds. But like, how do I? I keep looking at that. It's an audio. So if you guys are listening, am, it's an audio file that says it, the title of the audio file is "Do not play this." Do you know how bad I want seconds. to hit play? Oh, I can't not. <laughs> you sack of shit. Okay, it is. <laughs> you should feel bad. You should feel real bad right now. <laughs> it's like it. I just got baited. <laughs> I took the bait one hundred percent. Oh, that's I don't know who put that there, but fuck you. Oh my goodness. Oh guys, check this out. I don't know I don't know if we've shown you guys. This is the logo that Bo made for Adventure Bros. Have we shown them this? Uh, no, it's just on the thumbnail. How freaking cool is that? That is literally Bo put this together only so that in our thumbnail that's this little box, it just sits up in this little corner. That's the only reason for this. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Yep. It's awesome. Yep. Okay. That was uh <clears throat> that was fucking hilarious. That was Ghost, great. Ghost, I love you. Ghost, did you put that there? He, yes. Clearly. <laughs> I don't like that I'm I'm being played right here. How do you put a a grown man child? You can't put something that says uh, do not play I this love and that I it not said, play do it. not play this and you go, I'ma push it and it called you a sack of shit for doing that. <laughs> no. Okay, look, was it perfect? Yes. Uh, yeah, anyway. That was great. Oh my god. Alright, oh so goodness. this uh Yamaha. The Yamaha MT ten. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I want to. I want to do a. I want to do a TLDR. Okay. Off the rip of the last live on two wheels or the last or the video. I, I want. I want you to as, and we'll both say what we think briefly, very briefly. Where Where are you on the new MT10? Where am I as far as how I feel about it? Yep. Hmm. Also, uh, shout out to my wife. She found the right chat. Thank you, babe. You found the chat on live on two wheels as live I'm show. Sucking up. She Thank already you. married you. 
I love my wife. That's Fuck fine. You. But you, you're trying to get brownie, anyway, brownie points. Anyway, okay. back to how I feel about the MT10. Yeah. Uh, okay, so not a lot of talking. Super TLDR summed it up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> clearly, I didn't come into it with the most fondest <laughs> yeah, of feelings. A little lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little hot tub. So um, the face is better in person. Okay. The and uh, the bikes we rode were all stock. There was no uh, modifications to the exhaust, but to the rider, the bike sounds incredible. That's not a huge deal because the MT10 previously sounded really good, but we can talk about some of the modifications they did with this bike specifically to make it sound good to the rider. And they 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 didn't even knock it out of the park. They threw the ball. Uh, Boat, come on, you can't. Uh, it sounds way better. The brakes are way better. I can't even hear myself. That's not... We were supposed to... I have all the control over here. <laughs> it sounds really good to the rider. The brakes feel really good. And it's it Man, still feels like an empty 10. you did not get the assignment. I really like it. Thank you. I Sorry. don't. You didn't write it. It doesn't matter. It fucking matters a lot. I don't. I don't like it. Wait, hold, fucking T. So you're telling me the roast show that was season one, I episode like, 37, where you were like, this bike looks so much better and, and composed. We have now flipped? I, I, I Is like, that what you're telling me I right like, now? I like certain parts of the way it looks. I still stand by. I, I love the headstock. I hate that they get rid of some of the body work. Okay, I, can, I, I will agree with you I there. I don't like the taillight. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and then I, I I can't picture it in dad mode very well. And that's, Dad mode? Explain dad mode. For dad the mode's with like the comfort seat and the bags and the tall screen. It's like touring mode. Now it feels more like the MT-09 where if you get like touring accessories, it's a, it's a, it's like a, okay, we'll, we'll give you bags or whatever. Like an afterthought. Whereas the, the, your version of it, the uh, 2019, mm-hmm. I think it, I think it looks pretty great in dad mode uh, huh. and I can't see that and I think that just kind of narrows down the use case of this bike it looks like they're steering it more towards the the performance blah 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 and not uh, kind of toeing the line between comfort and because I mean that's what these MT lines are it's about performance and comfort right it's about hooligany yes hooligany power and performance inside of a comfortable platform and I feel like it looks more like it's not geared towards that anymore (laughs) as far as just the looks of it I still think the uh, the headstock looks great with a little uh, fly on it you know uh, covering the dash Uh, the dash is great so So that part I like I hate that they got rid of the side pieces the side piece being this little fairing on the side? Yeah, the little fairings on the side on, on yours. I'll show right. you your, your screen. Make that image bigger so people can see it. Mm-hmm. So, like, the previous model MT-10s had this little tiny fairing piece on it. Okay, so you can't make that big? Hold on, I'm trying. I'm, work- I'm, I'm trying to get there. <clears throat> and, yep, there it is. I like it. I like the, the little mini fairings. But that's the new one. There it is. Yeah, so this is the new one, and what Bo's talking about, guys, is this little area of the frame, which is the same frame as the R1. That's actually why there's these little pieces and cutouts, because with the frame being the exact same as the R1, 
they basically had to take little elements like this is where a little bracket would fit onto to hold the r1 plastics on the side of the yep. bike um it's one of the pros and cons right like you you get that the awesome engineering that the r1 frame is yeah but it it does make it look a little not purpose built for yeah. the mt10 I don't I don't necessarily mind it because like it just kind of fits in with the whole kind of naked and raw look. Um but uh it's what also bow, a one piece seat. It, this it? one is. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't like that. It just it to me it My MT10 has a one piece seat. You, the comfort seat is a one piece or is mm, it two yep. piece? I thought it was comfort seat's a uh, two piece. It's a two piece. No, 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 sorry. It it's not a two piece. It's oh, a it's okay. one thing, but even the regular seat is a one piece seat. I don't know, man. I just feel like I mean, there's parts of it I like. Still, I still the headstock. I like it. You're talking about the head, little mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And, and granted, without all that extra shit on it, you know the fairings might not work. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like the tech in it is great, but the the looks of it are kind of. So this is an interesting concept. Do you think? I mean, obviously, you haven't ridden it, so you don't. You can't really speak to the one side, but you have ridden mine. Yeah, and it's it's a CP3 tech wise CB4 CB4 engine. They're not uh, tech wise. They're like the moon and <clears throat> Pluto. But as far as riding, like the feeling you get while you ride it, it is relatively similar to mine. Like that's one of the things I really liked about the bike because yeah. it was I didn't want it to turn into this thing that I didn't want. Like, I love my MT-10 and how it rides. I was a little worried that it was going to be modified too much. But having ridden mine, do you think that the looks of this are so bad to you that you would not want in this hypothetical world? Would they sway you from a well-priced, amazing ride of a motorcycle? Which is kind of like a greater conversation to I have. I mean, but. like me personally, I'm <clears throat> I'm one of those weirdos. Like that you've seen all of my my gear and all the things I buy from my bike. I'm very thematic. I like things. You definitely have a theme for sure, right? And so, I one I would want to see this in touring mode to make that decision. Yeah, because I I feel like with the 2019 that you have. Honestly, in in dad mode is aside from the seat, which I don't like that it doesn't come up onto the tank. Right. Uh, aside from that is like the perfect balance between touring and performance for me. I will. Let me see if I got a photo of it because they <clears throat> had a photo. They had a model there that basically they had all of the mods on. Um, let me see if I can find a photo because it was a blacked out model. It even had the uh, the uh, top case on it, but it was really cool. Huh. I just I feel like I, I feel like the performance of the MT10, yeah. right? A previous model that I've ridden. Yep. That performance is toned down. The body position and rider triangle is changed to be more comfortable. So it doesn't make sense to me that it wouldn't be geared towards more of a a sport naked touring kind of thing and having a little bit of extra like wind protection and stuff like that and the bags and the comfort seat is like you're not going to get a sport touring vibe out of it because there's wind protection is minimal <clears throat> but so is the old mt10 that's what i'm saying i'm talking about the old mt10 oh, okay but in that 
in that setup, I feel like it's it's the perfect mix of those two. So what you're doing is you're trading some of the more comfortable features and looks for the more performance side of things, but it's still no fucking R1, so they've detuned it still. It's yep. still going to perform like crazy because it's an NT10, but like you're going into like the I'm a badass performance world on a that's that's like me thinking my FZ6R was gonna like do track days with right yeah oh, bro this bike would be amazing at track days it's like though. oh yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying right there but that's not that's not a that doesn't that that is my point the fact that you're like oh it'd be amazing at track days yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in an upright supposedly more street oriented motorcycle like comfort is key rider triangle is more comfortable it has handlebars right mm -hmm. it has a more close to mid rear rear set so your knees aren't up into your fucking armpits mm -hmm. like everything about that screams like hey enjoy this high performance on the street yeah but i feel like it's it's engineering wise geared more towards the high performance so there's like a weird disconnect i just think it, it's it's get both of its feet in two different pools and but that's like that's the like that's the quintessential like what the mt line is it's a i want the performance but i'd want to be able to have the performance in a comfortable platform yeah I th what i what i'm saying is i think they the needle went a little too far in, in into the performance side into the performance side at the expense of the look side. So, so th this thing looks like it is a performance vehicle instead of instead of the sleeper. Like if I saw that on the street, I'd be like, oh, that's like it kind of reminds you of the the speed triple. It is a performance uh, machine. Whereas like I see the MT10 and I'm like, oh, that's like that's like a robot version of the FJR, right? Which is a touring hmm. motorcycle. So it's like a for me personally, everybody's going to be different, right? For me personally, it feels like visually they went too far into the, you know, uh, street ninja, you know. Interesting. I'm a badass. Let me uh, take this. So track visually, five. you think it looks too aggressive yeah. for your liking. Yeah. And like, huh. the, like the visual cues are, uh, and, I, and I, I feel this way about all of the new MT lines. I feel like they're leaning really heavy into the. <laughs> the the other side of it and i'm like yeah but it's a it's a sport bike it's it's a, a a naked sport bike not a naked super sport bike yeah you know what i mean well so one of the th i mean f yes i do agree with you it does have like these are far more aggressive lines than the mt10 that i have yeah um but like this is one of those motorcycles like i i personally feel like when i saw this online and the way we're looking at it right now on the screen yep it just it didn't do it for me, but now having seen it in person, having followed people, having people followed me, I it, it's kind of growing on me, and I'm really starting to be okay with it. like in general. I don't like these little like R1 sloth looking lights I at the like bottom. Them. Not a fan of those. But you know this what, little you know angle DRL sitting great. here looking at this. You know what this is for me? What though? It is I I like of a bit the bit of the sleeper aspect of the old MD10. 
you want a bike that's fast as shit that doesn't look like it's fast as shit. Kind of. Is yeah. that what you want? A little bit, yeah. The the people that see you with your fucking dad bags on, and then all of a sudden you're fucking pulling a power wheelie. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah, in mode three. That's hilarious to me. They're like, oh, look at this fucking denim Dan going to the coffee shop. And then you're just like, and you're like, that's awesome. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There, there is something That thing super looks like it could that. do wheelies. Yours... It, it, at first glance, a normal person would be like, oh, you know, he's just going, he's going to his uh, cousin's house. They're going to go have br brunch. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's got all his eggs in one of those side bags, <laughs> yeah. baskets. Um, yeah, I, I honestly feel like the looks, I mean, for one, the MT-10 has never existed where it wasn't extremely polarizing. Yeah. Nobody 100%. has ever seen an MT-10 and been like, man, I can't really decide if I like that or not. It's like, you get that first look at it, and you're like, yeah, fuck that thing, or, oh, that looks pretty cool. Okay, cool. Uh, <clears throat> so, I guess my question is, the only experience you have with this bike is editing the video that I filmed at the press launch. So, what changed from the first day when we were looking at it online and, and we, like what flopped us because you were okay with the looks and now I, I am there's parts of it I like i think the, the conversation we we're having was about that front end and then how everything kind of fit together and it still does <clears throat> but as with most things when you start looking at it you start noticing some things and then when i was editing the footage i seeing it side by side with the night the two the, uh, the 2019 mine, yeah. and i'm like mm, i kind of I'm 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 hit hit or miss on certain parts. I don't like the way it looks like the top of the bike is just sitting on the frame, like it's a separate piece. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it's like that's two different bikes, and they just put they had the wheels. You're the, talking about the, this area, yeah? The, the wheel, tank? yeah. The wheels, the frame, and the front wheel were sitting there, and then somebody slipped and dropped a different bike on the top of it. I don't get that vibe. It it just it feels it feels different to me than the top half. Like they feel incongruous with each other. Like look at the way the tank actually comes in. I mean the the frame comes in. It looks like it looks like the guy ran out of time, and we're like, uh, so we'll just put it on top. Yeah. I it just it, to me, I like the way the top looks. If I covered up half of this and just looked at the top half, I dig. If I just covered the bottom, I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. You know, and so where I'm just the top. But like putting them together, I'm just like, oh, I something's not vibing between the two of them. I love the headstock. I love the DRLs, the way that they pipe in. I'm a big fan of the R1, you know, uh, Admiral Akbar lights. <laughs> um, I hate the taillight the more I look at it on the new one. I'll tell you this. Uh, so, guys, recently... The video hasn't come out. I don't know when the video is going to come out, but I, I recently did a lot of mod modifications on my MT-10. I did them because I had the all the parts here, and I did all these touring mods to do the trip up to the MT-10 launch, the yeah. 2022 MT-10 launch. And one of the modifications that I did in that video is I installed a integrated taillight. And I will tell I you... finally got rid of the dangly boys. I did finally get rid of the dangly boys. You guys will see that video whenever it comes out, but... I will say that after doing that video and having to take off so much stuff, like one of the things that I've always said that pushes me towards naked bikes is the fact that you get all the performance you want out of the super sports, but you get it in a, a easy to ride platform and there's less fairings to take off when you want to do stuff. 
I spent so much time taking off piece after piece after piece yeah, after piece. You always piece. think that nick bites are going to be easier, <clears throat> and then you're just like, oh. Well, and then you start <clears throat> taking, like, just to get, like, underneath the gas tank to get a, a wire uh, run correctly, It things took so long. And when I see a, a tail light like the MT-10 here, the 2022, it is much more streamlined. Yeah, and it reminds me a lot of the old, what was it, the old ninjas? Um... I can't think of that right now, but uh, back to what I was saying, the the way that this is streamlined, I don't think it looks as good as the previous model as far as like shapes and stuff like that, yeah. but I'll tell you one thing, working on this tail light compared to mine, I would take the 2022 all day long. Mm. I it was a it wasn't a nightmare cuz like it just took way longer, but I was like, bro, it's taking you know, there's all the little pieces and stuff. I get that. They got I the just, little like arrow little things on the top. I just uh, it it feels look looking at this now, it it definitely it's just one of those things where it feels like it's a different as apart from a different bike that it kind of slapped on the mm. on the back of it. It just the, the lines don't I don't know. It's weird. It's just weird. Okay, so we'll get away so from looks, the... So looks are subjective, though. So looks are super subjective. The people in our comments, like, I I knew that the looks were going to be hit or miss, yeah. but, like, when we put that press the launch MT out... That's the MT line. It's almost... In, it's yeah. part of the MT line. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's the polarizing looks. But I was, I was honestly surprised when we posted that video. Yeah. I would say, what, 50% of the comments are on the looks? Like, at yeah. least... So then that's where the divergence is, because both uh, you and I can agree, um, me not having ridden it, but now, you know, if, if by proxy through editing through your stuff, the tech packages it, the involved in this bike. Bro. I mean, it, my biggest complaint with your MT-10 2019 uh -huh. is that fucking dash. Yeah. That Casio watch of a dash. Yeah, I'm going to... Um, so you can go off my screen for a second. I'm going to pull up the video uh, because I, I think we got some good frames that we can utilize to yeah. show people. Um, but yeah, the dash on mine, it's honestly just... I'm I'm not really here for it. I, what really upsets me about it's my bike is... the biggest problem I have with the, with the, the T7. And it's like... Yeah, you same, know what I'm saying. I, I, there's a time and place for those kind of dashes, but a bike that is supposed to be like. So here's a look of both the MT bikes. Um, I just grabbed a frame from the yeah, front. Yeah, the headstock looks great. So these are obviously we got the 2022 here on the right, and on the left side we have my you know dad modded uh, 2019. So like it's the same style headlights those little circular ones but they get the little, rid of the little shrouds yeah the shrouds are gone they there's, get rid of the extra piece above the air intake on uh that's on the white part near near the tank that whole business they get rid of that yep they've gotten rid of the but these were not actual underneath. these are not air intakes they this is just visual whereas these, these are, are actual air intakes yeah um, so that's pretty cool. I'm going to show you, you guys. Do you know if the air intakes act actually are intakes or they just go directly to the sound amplifier? No, they are actual air intakes. Okay. So and they, there's actually, so yeah. like the, these are the old <laughs> air intakes like here, it. here and here. This is more I look at. It's more I like that front end. Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to like scrub this video so we, I can show you guys. So now there's an air intake here, here, and there's one like up in here. Yeah. Um, 
they are actually used and oh, so wait. the air intake on yours is that little piece in the middle it's literally just a a visual no no the the actual air intake oh on yes the old one is that yes. sliver in the middle i think so yeah yeah i mean i it it looks good it looks good i like the drl edition i like the uh I just that that this is the fairing you were talking about. Yeah. So this is my MT uh, 2019 MT10. Got this little side fairing, which I think looks pretty cool. And then on the new one, they just have this little you know plastic. I that's guess, why like, I feel like that. That's why I said what I said about it. it. Felt like they just jammed the. They hide the fact that the frame and the top of the body aren't same same. You see what I'm saying? I mean, going from this and having the cohesion between that front uh, fender. This piece yeah. and then this guy, yeah. I can I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I think with this with this well, they got rid of scheme, that radiator okay. shroud that was like really blocky, so that does help a little bit. Yeah, but that blocky shroud does work with the side fairings and all that stuff on that. Right. So it's just like it's actually a lot bigger than the the other one. So I imagine they've changed that to actually do, do like aerodynamics to funnel in air. I'm I'm sure like Yamaha's no yeah. slouch when the it comes the to doing that kind of thing. The tech is is what's most impressive about this. Well, uh, before uh, <laughs> let's take a break with <laughs> with the shot from Asheville. Let's do an ad real quick because we've we've touched on uh, looks a lot. Yeah, which I feel like is the biggest disservice to this motorcycle <clears throat> yeah. you could possibly have. So let's do an ad super fast, and then I would like to spend the rest of this show talking about what this bike is incredible at, which is performance for the price so we'll do that we will be right back what's going on guys this episode of live on tools is brought to you by revzilla's rpm membership what that is is basically a membership program that only costs 60 dollars a year not a month but a year and you get a ton of rewards from it. it's kind of like amazon prime for revzilla so if you're buying a lot of motorcycle gear especially on revzilla this could be really interesting for you check out all of the things you get for this. So you're gonna get free two-day shipping and returns. You're gonna get 10% off exclusive brands. You're gonna get 5% cash back, period. Also, for you first-time members, you're gonna get $15 in cash back from the moment you get this membership. It's also gonna include early access to sales and phone lines and exclusive events. So if you're somebody that buys a ton of gear and could find a lot of value in this RPM thing, by all means, we'll have a link for you down in the description below. Thank you guys for supporting the show by going to that link. And uh, thank you, Revzilla, for sponsoring this episode. RPM membership also applies to Cycle Gear and JNP Cycles. There, I updated the ad. We'll see you guys with the rest of the show. <coughs> it I, immediately comes. My, I was about to say my throat. You made it the whole way through the ad. My throat has a way of being like, oh, we're about to go live? Cool. Uh, let's cue that cough. All right, guys, uh, so we've talked about the looks of the MT-10. Uh, before we go any farther, uh, I want, we did a community post yesterday, and I want to read some of these and see what the people from the community post post or said. Um, hey, I think Trade Dog is in here. I think I saw him. Uh, last year, I upgraded from an MT-09. I rode a 2021 MT-10 and a Tuono V4 back-to-back, -back, and eventually settled on the Tuono because, at the price point, it was so much more bike-looking at it as a value per dollar buy. Thank you. Uh, the new 10 looks to have closed the gap a ton. TFT display, bi-directional quick shifter, etc. How much more refined did this bike feel compared to the C2Dub MT10? I also love the fact that it's the C2Dub MT10. It's pretty great. Um, so, honestly, I, it's, it's hard to say because I, I really love my MT10. 
I, I, I wouldn't have bought it had I not liked it. Mm-hmm. I think they it, it's not an entirely new motorcycle, but it's they have fixed a lot of small things that I think were a super big deal. But in the grand scheme of things, it is an appropriate update to the model. It 100%. is hundred percent, definitely a lot, a lot more refined. Yeah, and as uh, a machine. Ghost brought up in in our uh, little document here. The bike also cost a thousand dollars more. Uh, and Ghost was asking me, like, do you think it's now worth a thousand dollars more? Because that's kind of one of the things the MT10s always had. It's been an incredible motorcycle for a ridiculous price. Yeah. Even with a $1,000 like bump in price, with all of the tech, with all of the refinement that they've added to like small little things that would get to me as an MT10 owner, I would, I would not scoff at paying $1,000 more for that motorcycle, Yeah, honestly. Yeah, the, the, the updates are very much worth it <clears throat> and worth more than $1,000 for sure. Yep, I was t- I was telling Yamaha this like there this goes for their entire MT line. There is not an MT product that Yamaha makes that is priced appropriately. Like they are all underpriced for what you get out of them. That's my personal opinion. I'm yeah. not trying to suck up to Yamaha. Like it is what it is. Uh, yeah, they they don't they don't a lot of their bikes don't make sense as far as the price is concerned. Yeah, it's it, it's incredible. Um, so moving on to another uh, question. Uh, <clears throat> So on my 2021 MT, or on this person's 2021 MT09 SP review or on our review, Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ, Christ, start over again. Yes, all right. What's you up, Chase? Sack of shit. <laughs> you should feel bad. You should feel real bad right now. I don't like that you have that soundbite. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's up, Chase? Hope you're well. So on your 2021 MT09 SP review, you mentioned that after riding the new third gen, you felt it was better than your MT10 that you own now. After riding the new MT10, do you feel you still feel the same way? Thank you. Okay, so. I think what I was referring to in our MT09 SP review, which is a phenomenal motorcycle in its in its own right, um, I felt like the MT09 SP, same thing, same situation. They basically took what was a phenomenal platform, and I don't really really say want to. I don't really want to say modernized it, but they gave it things that bikes are having in its class that are standard these days like this bosch imu cornering traction control shit bikes in that class that's what's happening and i felt like the mt09 needed that that mt09 the 2021 model the sp that we reviewed that had all of those like things that i'm as a motorcycle reviewer starting to expect out of a motorcycle so interesting and the mt10 didn't so at the time i was like this is more more refined package i am one of those riders that i love having rider aids that I can turn off. I don't turn them off very often, but if I ever did, I want the option to. And that's one of the reasons that kind of swung me towards the MT-09 SP. I can now say the MT-10 and the MT... Uh, we haven't ridden the MT-10 SP. That's a thing. We It's supposed to be a thing, but we haven't ridden it, so we can't comment on that. But the MT-10, the 2022, fits in with how the MT-09 felt. So I wouldn't say one's better than the other. It's more of a preference. Is a throatier noise? Does, does it feel like it's in line with yes, the new uh, MT? It, it now feels like the the upper model from that the brand new MT09. You said something that I thought I thought was interesting. It made me think of like, so we were talking about this before when we were looking at the Tenere, you know, seven hundred. Yeah. 
right? I find it interesting that the same company that is doing all this stuff to kind of modernize it. They now they're a little bit behind the curve, right? You're talking about Yamaha? Yeah, because their updates are happening kind of after the fact. Now, granted, they've probably been planning to do these updates for a while, but all the other bikes in the class are kind of like, it's TFT, it is, you know, the bi-directional quick shifter. It's all this stuff is kind of coming standard. Yep. NMT 10 largely unchanged for years. I imagine that's R&D being done. It's just the timing of it happens to be after most of the the industry is kind of going that way. Same thing with the MT-09, finally updating the MT-09 and, and uh, from, you know, even when it was still just the MT-09, had had stopped being the, what is it, FC-09, whatever. Yeah, FC-09. Like, all of that stuff, again, was kind of after the fact. Now, they are offering these motorcycles for just a little bit more than what they are offering their predecessors within mm-hmm. the Yamaha line, uh, which then makes them super competitively priced. Yeah. But your, if... If your bike was twelve, twelve thousand nine hundred dollars, mm-hmm. I I'd say that's not competitively priced at all for what's offered. You're talking about my 2019. Yeah, looking looking back at it, right? Are like, you saying and at the time of it being brand new, it wasn't worth it? Or are you saying if like it was it, offered now, when when it like if I were to buy a 2021, <laughs> right? Uh huh. And it was twelve nine in 2021. I I'm not getting all the stuff I would expect for a twenty uh, twenty twenty one. Oh, the twenty one model. Yeah, you I know what I mean. Yeah, no, it's yeah. So the MT10. So I look at that and I look when at when like, it came out. Was, you look at all the yeah. the the middleweight like adventure bikes and stuff that are all coming out with like traction control and TFTs and stuff. And you look at the T7 and you're like, that's that to me is like the the MT09 and uh, the MT10. Of the adventure side, it's weird how they kind of stagger their updates. Right now, that that, it, that has been interesting, and it was. It's very interesting to have Yamaha, who make amazing motorcycles, lag in that department yeah. a little bit. I yeah, mean, the I, XSR, I the XSR, fucking stupidly priced for what you get, bro. L- like, what is it, ten grand? But yeah, that's a twenty twenty two model. That was an update. Yeah. And you think about the price difference between that and the year previous model of that update, you're like... I would like to make it clear right now in Yamaha's lineup, I think the brand new XSR900 is the the price for what you get. That's the money shot right yeah. now. Is uh, It does it makes no sense. It I has did, it all was, the stuff. It has cruise control. It it's, doesn't change how I feel about what, what, what these bikes are offering. It's just something f- f- uh, interesting that I noticed with yep. their lineups. If you put the 21 and 22 model next to each other with a $1,000 uh, difference, I can't see a reason why you would buy the older model unless you just like the looks. Because it, I was going to say, yeah. if you take looks out of it yeah. and you stack a 21 and a 22 MT-10 together, yeah, I would be, I mean, you're probably going to have purists that are like, I don't like electronics. I want the, I want the 21. But the everyday rider who like enjoys riding all the time it's not trying yeah. to push the envelope every yeah. fucking day i don't know who would pick a 21 yeah a thousand dollars a thousand dollars less for a bike that has like you know so much less in the tech department. i mean like the thousand dollars also that tech in the mto in t10 mm-hmm. has been 
unchanged. They haven't updated any of the things. It's not using a new unit for the. It uh, is using a different. Uh, um, no, I'm saying Bosch, up uh, until up until I, the new model that just came out. Oh, okay. That that year model that that version of the MT10 from 2019 to 21. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that entire time. Oh, to the there's, 21. There's no yeah. updates to that. So that internal measurement unit. That has come a long way in just the last year or two. Mm-hmm. And so the new one having an upgraded IMU. I mean, having one, period. Right. Yeah. So you're like, all the parts that are on that old one stay on that old one for a while. So what maybe at the time, when they first came out, it was uh, pretty good. It quickly became not worth $1,000 less. Yeah. And at 2021 to 2022, save the money up buy the new one with all the the good I mean like personally. so just to just to put this into perspective a 2021 MT10 looks like mine it, it it's essentially the same it is. um so a 2022 you pay $1000 more you get a 6x assign you you get i believe four fully customizable rider modes a TFT you get dis- a TFT display you get uh, a 20% increase in fuel efficiency yes which if you guys don't know the MT10 has a problem with um you get with that IMU you get traction control ABS you get cornering traction control wheelie control you can literally get every control you want yep like uh, Bo said, TFT display, you get sound amplification to the rider, which is a whole other thing we can talk about. Another huge thing is you get a radially, radially, oh my God, I can't say this word, radially mounted brake lever, Master I believe. Cylinder. Master cylinder. That's it. I, I fucking confuse brake shit so much. All I know, like whatever the fuck it's called, whatever the yeah. fuck it does, I don't care. When I was braking with the MT-10, the new one, this is a brand new model. Yeah. I have a older model that has modified brake, like upgraded brake pads, and this new model stops and feels so much better pulling the brake lever in. I don't know what it is. I don't know the fucking science behind it. I don't know why just, it's radially, mount, radially mounted, but it feels great. Just watching the through the footage and seeing yours and everybody else Bro, riding. I'm, we were the thing going. Is, the thing is... While you're talking, I'm going to bring up our videos. Uh, what we're going to do, guys, while we're talking, we've got a lot of 360 footage that didn't make it into our press launch video. I want to play that so you guys can under-fucking-stand that this press launch, dudes were not fucking around. So this is the thing. Like, that. my biggest takeaway from all this... 360 cameras Okay, we're going to be... Yeah, okay, I already muted, you muted it. it. So the thing that I've, I took away from all of this... Why is it playing? You know what? We'll yeah, just, just turn. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, the thing I took away from all of this was watching through the footage and seeing it in, per, like, its performance mode. Like, in its element. God, yeah. Look whose turn signal is on. Fuck you. <laughs> Keep talking. Every God time. So, I think <clears throat> in that way, where, like, we look at the, the looks and it's subjective and it's polarizing and blah, blah, blah. Mm hmm. The undeniable thing is that comparative to the older, the last year's model, this thing sounds, it it looks like it's performing better, like the way it drops into curves, the way that it sticks its line, the way that it's stable throughout, looks like the suspension is sticking to the ground, like everything looks like it's in its place. Yeah. 
it, it it without actually me sitting on it, and you'll be able to talk more about it. It just looks like it's performing more smoothly and more refined. Well, so than the as previous far model. as like the ride, yeah. The engine characteristics <clears throat> and the the way the bike geometry performed, very similar, if not identical, to the 2019. And when I say that, I, I mean that as a massive positive. I, I think I was talking to you before I left, and we were looking at the bikes, and you know, because like they always send us like a press kit with all the information yeah. about the bike. And I, I was talking to Bo about it, and I was like, I love the <clears throat> way my 2019 rides. I'm terrified, and I told the Yamaha guys this, I'm so worried that if you guys change too much of this motorcycle and you take the soul out of it, like, that's what this bike is. So I was a little well, so worried th about th that. You said something in the video that they looks like they reduced the uh, uh, the wheelbase. No, oh. wheelbase is the exact, exact same. Exact same? It, I mean, the, the MT-10 has a very small wheelbase. Okay. It's, it's very tight, but it allows a heavier motorcycle to be just thrown back and forth like you would not expect. Um, the main things as far as performance goes that were updated was they are using a different clutch material and uh, it, it does have the up and down quick shifter, whereas mine only has the up quick shifter. But on my MT-10, when you quick shift up, it literally feels like the the a giant is just punching you in the fucking chest and you get this like goosh. But uh, on this model, they changed the clutch material so now when you upshift and downshift with a quick shifter, it feels it, it just like <laughs> Ta-da! If you guys are watching, you understand. If you're listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um but yeah, they've changed the clutch material. So now when you use that quick shifter, it's just refined a little bit. Now you yeah. have all the electronics. So when you start touching the uh triumph quick shifter, I don't give a shit. I, I so want funny. you to ride with this one and see what you feel. We, I have gotten confirmation from Yamaha. We will be able to get an MT-10 in the shop. So oh, nice. we've got a few motorcycles that we need to get from Yamaha and do some content on. But realistically, we're probably looking at like next year, we'll make some content with the MT-10. We'll compare it with mine and stuff like that. So that's coming. Um, I mean, just watching it kind of like traverse these like, you know, sweepers. It's like, it just seems... Yamaha picks such a good place for this yeah, for this press good. lunch, by the way. Um, so uh, keeping up, <laughs> keeping up with the performance side, um, that brake, like, like I was telling you guys, normally I'll give you guys a little inside baseball. When people, when you go to press launches, normally, and and the guys in the shop that have gone, they can confirm this. Typically, you go to a press launch, you got all the uh, us journalists there. And we typically, as journalists, separate into two groups. Normally, there's a group over here that's like, these guys like riding a little faster. They like pushing it. And then there's a group over here that's like, you know what? I don't need to push it. Okay, I'm just up, here hold to... Hold up your right hand. That's the the slow group, right? No, like like you're serving them on a platter, right? That's the that's the slow group, right? Right. Left hand is which one? That's the fast group? Mm-hmm. I'm in that right hand. <laughs> You're in the right hand? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, and there's no, it's not a judgment call. Yeah. Uh, it, you don't have to go to these press launches and ride hard. It's just a preference. Every motherfucker on this MT-10 press launch, Bo, you watched through all the footage. Yeah. I got to the point of like, I don't know if I can keep up with these dudes. Yeah, there were some times when everybody, everybody, ev and I mean everybody, was just hauling ass. Yeah, which... um. Not many journalists are like us, or I, you guys don't really do it, but like when I go to a press launch, I film that whole fucking video on the motorcycle. So I'm over here trying to talk through this motorcycle, yeah, talk through the updates, me, 
And I there were so many times where I'd get halfway through a sentence and everybody would just be like fully sent into a turn. Yeah. A blind turn. And I'm like, <coughs> okay, well, I'm going to die now. <coughs> um, One of the other cool little things that Yamaha does, real tiny shit, is when on the on this tft dash mm -hmm. do you see how it turns green yeah it turns green when it's in the optimal rev range that the bike was made to operate in mm. when you go above that rev range it turns orange so that you know you are past the optimal rev range let nice. me try to find a spot i thought it was hilarious okay so before you get to the optimal rev range it's black all right when you're in it it's green and when you're all the way through it it turns like this orange yellow um, which is really interesting. There's a couple of things. Uh, the bike was designed, the entire motorcycle designed, I think it's like between 6,500 and 4,500 RPMs. That is the peak power that you want to stay in. Hmm. Also, I didn't talk about this in the video because I didn't get an opportunity, but I don't even think I mentioned this to you at all unless I said it in the video and I don't remember. M the Yamaha has this thing with this MT-10 that they put Speed into limiter. here. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned it. There is a speed limiter, as in you go into the machine. It, it's super simple to do. It's almost as easy to do as, as cruise control. You can literally set it to a speed, and it does not matter what mode you're in. It does not matter how fast you are going. It will not let you go past that speed. I don't know why it's there, but let me tell I, you, I, the, people first like you. Day, <laughs> the first day that we get one of these in the shop, I am going to the highway, I'm putting it on 85, and I'm going to have my wheelie control at 1, and I'm going to be in the fastest mode, and I'm going to go as fast as I can from 0 to 85. I don't know how it's going to react. So I, I semi-tested this. I, I don't think I filmed it because I didn't have my GoPro going, but I put it at 80. I started at 60. Can we just I put that on all of your bikes without you having any control over it? I don't know if it? that's available, but... We'll um, just set all your bikes to only go to 80. Well, it's super interesting because it, it slowly starts affecting you when you get close, uh, like, to the to the speed limit. So, like, because you're going to carry momentum. <laughs> you, just, you just push it to the limit. Yeah. Guys, look how look how fast we're booking it. Now, granted, it's like a it's a 360 camera, so it looks like we're going way faster. But these are not. Oh, there's the yellow, yeah. uh, the the speedometer. I mean, um, this is not, overall this man. Is not a slow pace. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, dude. We're going f between 50 and 70. Yeah. On this little two lane. Oh, uh, this road highway. that has a speed limit of 25 or 35. Yeah. God, every time I see Hilarious. a big sky like that with mountains, I just I'm taken back to South Dakota, and I'm just like, yeah. Well, you just got done editing and all that. Um, so ride wise, I feel like it's it, it's such a better. It's what the MT10 needed to be to be competitive in this market right now because we. It, 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 it seemed like you felt like this is an appropriate upgrade. This isn't an incremental upgrade. This is a generational. This bump. is a hey, I I get to keep all my really good way the bike is you know the engine the chassis and all this kind of shit and it everybody in this market especially your top tier Woo! your mt10 line like you got to have an imu you got to have wheelie and slide control and all this kind of shit you got to have a tft display yeah um super happy to see this yamaha doesn't have my favorite displays uh i i don't love them yeah. i think personally right now ducati is just fucking crushing displays 
Um, but actually, I that's... Like, I like Indians. I like Ducatis. I like... Uh, Triumphs are okay, too. Harleys isn't bad. Yeah. On the on the sports dress that the we new, have? The Har new Har Harley one. The old one from, like, the road glides and stuff was kind of meh. But, like... Oh, okay. Yeah. The Indians is simple and... and well, I want to show... Uh, I'm going to pull up our video that we have. Um, the display... Here, it's kind of weird. I appreciate what oh, Yamaha you guys are did. Some fucking sneak peeks. <laughs> like, uh, sorry. Is, Here's how we lay out files. Okay. Um, so, one of the things that I appreciate, right, is the the like four rider modes on the new MT10. But the screen that you have to go through to change it things, it, it looks like a fucking Scantron out of my high school days, and I'm like 35, so like. It was a minute ago. Yeah, uh, it's. I don't remember where it it's was. It's good in that the they've video. updated the dash, but the menu says. You know what this reminds me of? The conversation about cameras, like when you go into a camera menu, right? This. Yeah, that. So this, this is, reminds me of old Sony camera menus. Yeah. Whereas like uh, the Ducati and the BMW is like going through a black magic. Uh, menu system yes. where it's just like oh this is the way it's put well, so so guys this is your like yrc settings this is deep in the menu but it's it's not that hard to get to so you have your four modes they are literally just lettered and then when you're on this mode here's all your settings you have power traction control slide control quick shifter up quick shifter down lift control engine brake control and abs it, it's called brake control but it, yeah. it's it's controlling your abs and the numbers are the way it works is the higher the number, the more it's going to interfere with you. So the lower the number, the less interference. Yeah. So power mode one, there's no interference. You get full power, and then it, like, tapers you down. Um, this screen I, is <laughs> optimal, and it, yeah. it, it's, it, it's functional. Yeah. But if you go to that, like, couple steps more, which is... When it comes to screens, Yamaha's not really there with this, but it's like it's laid out. This in a, could in look an, so much cooler. An efficient way for with the information you need. Yes, but it it definitely is a little lacking, and you do have to go into a couple of menus to get to this thing. I don't. I'm not going to complain about the menus to get to well, it. So, do you remember on the uh, the Touareg where we? I love the ability to adjust, adjust certain uh, things on the fly. Mm-hmm. And adjusting the traction control on the fly on that bike was just like, like, chef's Well, so kiss. what you can um, adjust on the MT-10 is you can adjust the mode, but you got to go in to change all the settings. So it, this is not a, a menu you're going to be doing on the road. Yeah, yeah. This would be maybe you go to a track day and you want to adjust a mode to have yeah. maybe power one instead of power two. Um, but the thing about the this like menu setup is if... I know this because I read through the documentation, right? The higher the number, the more intervention. But how do you know that? As a, as a regular the, you rider, if you don't look number, into it. The lower the number, the higher the... the you say, how do you say it? I said the lower the number, the less intervention. The less intervention. The higher okay. the... But like when it comes to power mode, if you're playing a video game and you want your power to be more, you would add to that number, right? Like yeah. if you were on a stats building a character yeah. so that's a little confusing when it's like i get the 
less number, less intervention on traction control, slide control. I kind of just, I always default to look it up anyways because every single manufacturer uses well, different. For one, yes, do that. Like, oh, it's like all their modes. It's like, oh, this is mode one. Oh, right. this is mode F. Oh, this is mode, you know, yeah, th- I, I, three I totally dots agree. And, a, and a clover leaf. Here's like, a, what the fuck? Here's a weird thing, though. Okay, so with this mentality, right, the lower the number, the less intervention. Okay, let's talk about slide control. We have a bar right here, and you would think the bottom would be the one end, and the top would be the other, right? So the top number is one, the least intervention, but technically off would be the least intervention. Why is off not at the very top? Because now visually I'm like, oh, well, maybe three has the least intervention, and one has the most because it's the opposite side of off. Does, UX, does that make sense? UX is such an interesting science because, like, yeah, yeah you, you look at something like this, and this is just these are iterations. I mean, I imagine they could update any of this via like a firmware update. Do you know if they if they do how they do firmware updates for these things? I then? don't off the top of my head, but I would imagine it would be a dealership do, yeah, type of thing. Most manufacturers, that's a dealership thing. But like, let's be honest, like no dealer is going or no well, manufacturer is going to update the UX. This, it, if I don't put this out in the world, okay, I'll feel bad about myself. Triumph, if you ever want to add oh the option for the off-road pro mode as an upgrade or update to the Rally from the Rally Pro, just let me know. You I'll, te- I'll that, test it out. Okay. You, okay. Well, I'm glad you got it out in the world. Um, so you guys can let us know what you think about this screen. Yeah, like Ghost makes a perfect point. I'd go with like high, medium, low. Right? Well, so what I lo- this is one of the reasons I say Ducati is the master at what they're doing right now. When you're in the menu of a Ducati, they'll have the numbers, but when you go to front ABS, the front wheel turns red. You have a little motorcycle on your dash. The front wheel turns red, and it shows arrows, and it says higher power, lower power, least power. High, medium, low. It, just it makes works sense. so Can well. Can we standardize it? Now, I, I will say that's us nitpicking. We're ni- yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's be clear. We're, we we're are at that point in the show we're, where we're nitpicking. We're this. deep into this. I will say this from a person who is not too fond of these kind of motorcycles. Uh, if I had my choice of motorcycles, that you know, hyper nakeds and stuff like that would not be on them. On in that realm and taking that into consideration, I think that the MT10 is a is a great motorcycle. I like yours. Um, I imagine I like this one. the uh, The only thing I hate about yours is the dash and the seat. Oh, so yeah. Well, so that's another thing that's updated. I, I, I think I mentioned it in the I think, video. Here's the thing. However comfortable that seat might be, <coughs> there's one thing. You just don't like that it doesn't go up in case yeah. you like rack your nuts. Well, it's just it's that kind of seating position. You're up against it. Like yeah. the way you sit is upright and sitting into it. So the seat's kind of like sloping you down. Right. Having a little lip like the MT-09 did. Yeah. The MT-09 had it. The SP that we had in the shop had that little lip. And I'm like, that to me is a game changer. So, um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Uh, the amount of torque you have on the MT-10, most of the time you're going to have a problem with sliding back in the seat. Just a little heads up. Um, but the seat foam is slightly changed. Now, granted, I have the comfort seat on my MT-10. I actually preferred the stock seat of the 2022 model. That was after I rode four and a half hours to north carolina on my comfort seat so yeah. um that's oh, kind of cool looking cause... forward to my five hour trip on a low seat i'm gonna be a hundred percent with you on SmartCon. yeah 
Are you excited about it? Though? I'm fucking really. We'll, excited. we'll talk about it more in a second. Um, so, okay. Uh, final things about the MT10. Uh, overall, absolutely phenomenal upgrade. It still has some stuff that can be updated. I would, I would like to see Yamaha as a. If I, I just think, put your tech in uh, that tech in your bike. <laughs> right, can, can I has. Would, I would be happy. Here's the thing that I would like to say to Yamaha, and obviously, like I, I do talk to these guys when I'm at the press launches. The major thing that Yamaha is behind on right now is dashes. I would like them to keep their motorcycles exactly like they are for like three years. And I would like them to do nothing but really focus on making a super beautiful UI like for their dash. I think if they did that, they would be untouchable. Like the, the bikes, they perform extremely well. I, I cannot tell Yamaha anything to do with the MT10 as far as performance goes. Riding it and everything. I, I, I'm you not seemed a, like you're having, you were having a good time. So I mean, yeah, I was among people that enjoyed riding a little bit quicker on a motorcycle that is far more capable than I was able to push it. And it was really fucking nice to have an MT10 that I was comfortable with, but have all that kind of like safety on top. You yeah. know what I mean? With all the tech and stuff like that. I keep getting distracted because Ghost has made something large on the oh God. on the mile. Um, before we go to all the other stuff, I Ghost brought up a really interesting point, and the MSRP for a Kawasaki Z900, which is Kawasaki's uh, you know uh, competitor with a MT09, mm-hmm. it's nine thousand one hundred and ninety nine dollars. Is that is the MT10? Worth five? Is it five thousand dollars better mm. than a Z nine hundred? Now we're getting into a whole nother conversation. So when I looked at that, here's here's how weird that sounded to me because like that didn't sound right. I literally had to look, and I'm like, the MT ten. You know, I'm, I pulled out the little meme calculator, and I'm like, MT ten's fourteen thousand dollars, which is a good price for what it is, but a Z nine hundred is ninety one nine nine, and I don't know if I've ridden an updated Z900 recently because Kawasaki, the mountain dealership that we use doesn't carry Kawasaki, so it's a big deal for us to get a Kawasaki. Mm. But the last Z900 I rode was great. And it really makes you think, like, is bumping up to a CP4 worth $5,000? It's, it's a question, like, we were talking about the, the, the boots that shall not be named. Uh, oh my! And I think God. I think I'm like, it's really hard to have a conversation about is it worth it because that's going to be a different answer for every single person. Yeah, like we were talking about this the other day. Like sometimes you're willing to pay the extra for either convenience or you know a known name or support network or yeah. a dealer network or sometimes liability. That makes sense. And but Kawasaki's a big yeah. four. Yeah, like it the, is. the bike's going to perform well. You're going to have but like, somebody out there might be like you and be like I'm going to pay the extra, you know, 5000 for a thing that's going to have everything I want and a little bit more in every aspect. I will I do want to say Ghost fuck you for posting a beautiful looking red Z900 that I now have to click on. Bro. Let me see. Look me. at this thing. Well, show the people the red one up the top. Uh, show yeah. the people there. Look at that. That's the uh, anniversary edition. It is nice. That is a... That... Shit. To me, that's a well-thought-out headlight and upper tank. The way that it all kind of... Oh, shout-out to Rock fam. Look at that. 
Rock getting in the Kawasaki spot. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, so obviously this is their 50th anniversary edition. So it's yeah. like three, but $300 more for red, bro. I'd pay that every fucking day. Um, this is interesting. Uh, I, I do feel like the MTs aren't the best looking nakeds, you know, that personal opinion. So if I was going to give Yamaha any like, Hey, well, here's your homework kid. I would say like, let's modify the looks because like, th- here's one of the frustrating things. The R line, R3, R6, R7, R1, they are so cohesive looking. They look great. I wish that the MT line got the love that the R line got visually, and I and I want dashes to change. Um, Do you want to click on this thing? That he- I'm going to now click on okay. Ghost's thing that I'm. He's absolutely. being very patient. And very he is quiet. being very patient. Thank you so much, Ghost. Right. Even after I don't I, know what this is, so none of us do. I love that we have a soundbite of you saying... Oh, wait, do you have the audio turned up? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. You're a sack of shit. <laughs> That's pretty great. I, I vote that we put that on the board, on the soundboard. So we just have you saying, you're, you're a, sack a sack of, of shit. shit. I love that so much. You sack of shit. Oh, my gosh. Jesus, Jesus fucking I eat start over again. Yes, all right. What's you up, Chase? sack of shit. <laughs> you should feel bad. You should feel that real bad right day. now. I don't like that you have that sound. That happened... Anyway... Uh, what this episode. Hold on. <laughs> this whole operation was your idea. <laughs> you sack of shit. Fun fact: I have it on a latch too, so that I can stop it. Like you, you, I. It scares me that Ghost in this episode was not only so familiar that he could go back to the exact episode that that originated You're from. You're a fucking treasure, my guy. But you were also able to do that, record them, edit them together, render them out, upload it, and then send me a link I fucking love that this was titled. I can't wait to see you next weekend, bud. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm equally terrified and in love with you. It's amazing. I don't know how you do what you do, but I'm very, very glad you do. And I am so glad you're on our team, I think. Right. So, so uh, that's amazing. Uh, final thoughts. Final uh, thoughts. Uh, like I said, I I I like the internal upgrades and all the tech and stuff. I just it, the looks. While I think, I think the parts of it are better, like the headstock. Um, and the, the whole top of the side of the bike, I like. I just don't like them together. And missing those parts down below kind of doesn't let you to separate the two. Like it doesn't there's no cohesion in it. I still, I still prefer the looks of the older version more, but okay. I would performance. I would definitely take the performance over it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my, my final thoughts on the MT10. I feel like um, the conversation generally is maybe a little too much on the look side. Yeah. Like, if you don't like the looks, the MT10 is not your bike. I think on the performance side. The MT, the brand new MT10 is the, uh, is the correct predecessor to the twenty successor successor, whatever. Yes. Oh yeah, pre. Okay, <laughs> you sack of shit. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, the MT10 now is the MT10. It should be. It's now in a. It's it's competitive in the market with all the tech, 
And I think it's amazing. I think the little sound amplifiers are such a fucking cool idea. Yeah. It makes it so the bike can sound great for you and you don't have to be ripping ripping it out like ripping your ears out. Um, I love quickly, the brakes. How quickly do you think that some aftermarkets can come out with a plug for those? <laughs> Why would you want to plug those though? Because maybe you don't want it to be loud to yourself. I mean like yeah, the a plug like a little rubber like type thing yeah. i mean i guess but why the fuck would you want to do that sometimes you don't want it to be loud i don't some think don't, i don't think some anybody, people don't some people don't like bro, loud. nobody that buys an mt10 is going to want to make their bike less loud mm-hmm. and there is a zero percent chance of anybody making you can't those. say that i would i will yeah, you, you, you don't it. have you don't have certain to go ahead I will, and say it because it's not, it's being recorded <laughs> right now i will say bet it. 10 i will buy you lunch if somebody well, ever they, makes that <laughs> now they're just gonna do it <laughs> no n- nobody's gonna go out and make an aftermarket thing so that i'll buy you lunch nobody's gonna do that i don't think most man you just said that live on the internet <laughs> <laughs> okay you know what that's worth lunch <laughs> if somebody ruins this this awesome thing that yamaha made for the fucking motorcycle then that is worth a lunch purchase. Okay, I'll put that out on the internet, and I'm I feel safe doing that. Um, brake super updated, love it. Uh, wish the looks were a little better. Wish the screen was a little better. That's the only thing I can update with that motorcycle. Yeah. That being said, I can almost guarantee that my next motorcycle will not be an MT10. <laughs> Yeah, ah. look, I'm looking. I'm looking back and seeing what's in in behind. Oh wait, me. yeah. Can people see behind you? Uh, no. Turn your light off. It's just uh, it's just Jenny right there. Okay, yeah. That's all. Yeah, don't worry you, about I it. I love that you can just see her little yellow just yep. poking out. Um. So yeah, if if you want top predator for the Yamaha line, the MT10 is it, nobody is gonna ride an MT10 and be upset about it. Somebody, so a lot of people are gonna look at it and not like it. Yeah. If you spend some seat time on it and you actually ride that thing, I, I, I think most people will fall in love with that. Yep. Okay, that's all I got to say about the MT Tim. Um, now we can go to Discord. And oh, we, can- we got the bots in. Oh, man. At the last minute, the 11th hour. Huh. Uh, at the block list. All right. Yeah. Man, they, <laughs> why do they wait until the end? Hey, if they want to wait till the end, they can they can freaking have it. That's hilarious. <laughs> fucking sex bots. My Get out of here, sex bots. Oh, oh god. You okay. sack of Yeah. <laughs> you sack of shit. That was that was to the sex bots, random, not to Chase. Sh- random shorts. Okay. Wait, I does know, like does Rancher start every one of these with the Suzuki logo? <laughs> Is he <laughs> Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. If you guys don't know Ranger is basically the president of our Discord, <laughs> and he is a huge Suzuki fan, which uh, sucks for him. But it's it's oh, because because I know <laughs> because of the whole like they're getting out of racing thing. Yeah, well, Suzuki makes a few phenomenal motorcycles. Yeah, specifically, I was telling Yamaha about this that GSXS one thousand GT. Yeah, bro, that's some shit to watch out for. Yeah, like if Suzuki keeps making that's bikes what, like that. Yeah. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop ragging on them. All right, all right. Uh, next up, we have what the hell is? Is that a Suzuki little yeah. truck? Yeah. Oh my god, that's adorable. Yeah. 
I love that. Well, that's Suzuki the cool. Jeeps? Yeah, that's the good. most hilarious thing Suzuki makes. I love that. All right. Uh, let's. <laughs> Bo, watch out for the Clibbins. The fuck is a Clibbin? I don't know. I kept seeing this. And I think it's a reference to something that I just don't get. Hold on. Uh, let me try to say this. Had to layer down hoss. God bless. <laughs> what the fuck? How do you even say this? If you guys don't know, um, Bo may have laid a pan in yeah, I am. Down. If I you am, haven't seen the thumbnail of the I am the, the king video. of stop drops. <laughs> stop drop and roll was Bo's like. Uh, yeah, that's Bo's my nickname thing. in high school. You did. You honestly, though, like. Credits to you. If you guys haven't it's watched a tall, that adventure, heavy bike. if you guys haven't seen Adventure Bros episode one, go watch it. The Pan Am is not an entry level ADV bike. I think Bo fucking crushed it. I with, only had problems his, with my fucking short, stubby little tree trunks. Stubby <laughs> little, stubby little tree trunks. Uh, that was awesome. Oh god. Okay, the meme you make when you want to confuse Chase. Bottom text. <laughs> He succeeded. I love that it's his great success. <laughs> Wait, what? He did it. He did it. I don't understand. He did it. I know. <laughs> That's the fucking whole point. Which is the whole point of the this that I don't is that you don't understand. It literally says it at the top. It's the meme you make when you want to confuse Chase, and it confused you. He's not hiding it from you. He told you his plan from the beginning. <laughs> Hold on. Great success. <laughs> I just want to be clear. I'm not not getting something, right? Like, it's... That, you're, you read. You read it. You read it. <laughs> okay. And then it did it. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking Look, great. man, I'm just trying to look for deeper shit in this stuff, okay? <laughs> I don't... I'm not a surface-level guy. <sighs> wow. I... Also, it's like three levels deep on that one. Yeah, that was hilarious. Oh yeah. my god. Corvette. Yeah. Corvette. <laughs> that's, that's, this is how it felt. To, yes. Oh my god, it's so going. Corvette. Yeah. If you guys haven't uh, watched that video, you understand. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. <laughs> it does. It just, it does. That's hilarious yeah. because on my flight back from the Desert Excellence, I actually watched <laughs> the, tr the first Transformers or part of it. I didn't finish it. I. The, I used to the love fact that, that movie. It kind of fits. <laughs> is yeah, hilarious. I, uh, man, no, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Corvette, yes, Adventure Bros. <laughs> oh my god, uh, guys, how many of y'all would wear a shirt or put a decal that looked like the ADV Bros logo? How many of you guys would wear the shirt, and how many of you would put a decal on your bike? I just need to know. Just out of curiosity. We've also got plans to do some more green screen faces. I'm not... Oh, well. Yeah. I'm not trying to fund an adventure via merch, but if we were. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Oh, God. I'm I'm terrified to click on things nah, now, but you guys have ruined me, so... Thumpy. Oh, I was about to say, what is that? That sounds amazing. It's a good sound. Yeah, that sounds great. And you're like, oh god. <laughs> wow. Hot dad alert. The new balance. Wow. <laughs> That's accurate, I guess. Dad Jesus mode. Christ. All right, he played that. Okay. Okay, that's what we played. 
Where freaking Mark just Corvette, Corvette Bros. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was the end of my throat. Yeah. And he's dead. Yeah, and I just lay there. Oh God. Can I click should I click on this? I don't know. It's 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 Andy. Come on. Man. It has to be safe, probably. Ooh, it's eight minutes, but Oh, oh my, my god. god. What the fuck? All right, I need you to message me that video. Bro! We can't watch eight minutes of it. How the it's fuck is he doing that? It's, Wait. it's 6.01. We can't watch it. Andy, I need you to send me that. Uh, message me Pause. that, bud. Is this Andy? There's no way message. this is Andy. No, that's uh, his... Uh, is that his button? No, that's Cody Webb. I, I, he sent me a couple of stuff. He's been sending videos of like really awesome offers. Jesus stuff, so. Christ. I, I need that you guy to send me that, bud. It. Yeah, because that's awesome. That's incredible. I'm going to take a look at that. All right, dudes. Uh, we are a little late. That's all good. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed the MT10 episode. Hopefully, we all learned something. Uh, don't judge a bike by its face, I guess. Yeah. Uh, next week, in order for me to not forget what happened, um, we're going to talk about the Desert X launch. Yes, sir. And how the bike was not standing up all the time. So mm -hmm. Oh, how the turntables. The turntables have spun, my boys. Uh, yeah, guys, so I got a lot to say about the Desert X. Yeah. I had a decent amount to say about the MT-10. I got a lot to say about the Desert X. I don't know why you're whispering. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. <laughs>